0: And now, he's a San Diego native, a top-rated real estate professional by the Wall Street Journal, as seen on the
1: American Dream on Channel 4. It's Whistle Time. Your host, Kyle Whistle. Here we go. Well, welcome and good Saturday afternoon. This is Keith Bryan filling for Kyle Whistle. And uh, today we've got a special guest here. Ernest Alonzo drove all the way down from Chino Hills from Commercial Real Estate Connections. and then. Yours truly, Jason Hall from Team Home Loans. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How you doing, Keith? Doing well today. Thank
2: you, sir. have a good week?
1: Yeah, it's been a good week. It's yeah, been little has- busy with the market the way that it is right now in real estate. Got a lot of activity happening.
2: Yeah, real estate's happening. Uh, the Fed announced this week that uh, they're lowering rates a quarter, which is what the market was anticipating. So that should keep rates low for at least the next uh, few months. But I anticipate with the election everything going on, I think we'll have, you know, low rates through November of 2020. So that's the good news out there. If you're looking to refire buy, the time is definitely a good time, right, Ernest? I'm, I'm sure right. we'll get into that with some commercial real estate later, but uh, we're wrapping up the show, meaning literally the, Kyle and the team have been so busy. We've been doing the, Kyle and I have been doing the show for over five years. And you don't do look like at day over six. Yeah, and, we're, <laughs> and we're, we're down to the last few episodes. We've decided after all these years and being busy... We just, it's hard to carve out the time to make it sure happen, is. but we do appreciate um, everybody who's listened, tuned in.
1: Everyone that supported us throughout the years. Yeah, you can find Thank our
2: previous episodes on our Facebook YouTube page, channel. on YouTube, whistle, com. You, you can find everything there. And uh, it's been a lot of fun, but uh, this may be my actual last show. I'm trying to figure it out. We got the last couple of weeks here. So,
1: no, I totally meant it. It's been a real neat experience over this last two years, being a part of the Whistle Realty team and coming down here and being a part of the show. And over the last couple of months, I've been very fortunate to be a a host and co-host and a guest here on the show. And then as this was winding down, I was here last week hosting the show myself and one other, and we were talking with our producer and it looked like we might have like two or three more shows when I got a call from Kyle this week said, would you like to host a show today? Right. And then you and I were talking earlier, running some numbers, coming to the conclusion that maybe this might be the last. This, this might broadcast. be our last one. We're, it we're might. still trying to figure that out. Could be to, one more.
2: I know Kyle wants to get in one more next week. Steve winter, one of the top agents on the team is uh, currently set up to host the, that show, which currently may be our final show, but, uh, but it's been great. And, you know, Kyle and I both being San Diego natives, KCBQ has been uh, our whole life. We've known, you know, 1170 KCBQ. And now right. the answer 1170, you know, started out in Santee and, We've moved over here to the UTC operation, and it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun to be involved in this, and uh, I'm sure the the answer will continue without the whistle team and continue to thrive and do well, and uh, we will continue to be in real estate lending as well and continue to thrive. But uh, well, yeah, so that's yeah. kind of what's going on. What, what else is going on right now in your life?
1: Well, you know, a lot of interesting stuff. Hey, Ernest, feel free to jump in here. What, what do you got going on? that Ernest just got back, he uh, he and his lovely wife went down to Ensenada for a four day cruise. And I believe and it was your first cruise, wasn't it?
0: My first one, it was uh, very interesting, very right. exciting, a lot of fun. Um, Brings back the youth indiscretions, right? A lot of food, a lot of drinking, a lot of fun, a lot of dancing. It's all included, right? I mean, you, everything you get but sleep, you know. Yeah. <laughs> except the drinking. Sleep optional. Yeah, you know? well, I think there's some alcohol packages you can you can oh, purchase yeah. type of thing. Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: You know, I've been on about four different cruises. I'm not much of a drinker, so I don't get the alcohol package. But uh, but it is nice because all the food you can eat. You know what. Uh, what uh, boat did you guys go on? Did you guys go on? A Princess. Car- Princess? Yes.
1: All right. One of my favorite. Yeah. Princess.
2: So they're all great. Out of Long Beach. Yeah. So Long Beach down in Sonata. Right. And so uh, it
0: was probably one or two days down there, right?
2: Yeah, it was fun. Did it you guys make a is. stop at Catalina or anywhere else? Not or? on
0: this one. Not okay. on this particular one. I also would have added another day. But for what it's worth, first cruise, first experience, um, obviously three days isn't enough. You know, so my next cruise, obviously yes. I'm already locking it in. It's gonna be a nice seven day cruise, probably in the Caribbean or nice. You know, maybe Alaska. It's gonna it's mm. got to be a longer cruise. Alaska you know is mean?
1: definitely right there at the top of the list for We're sure. gonna do a cruise. That's yeah, the one you're do. For sure. yeah. It's on our, the Alaska? it's
0: on
2: our bucket list to do Alaska. So, um, I think our first one's the Bahamas. Then we did one uh, down to Alcapocal, and we stopped at Ixtapa and a mm. couple of the ports down there. Um, we then did one in the Mediterranean Ooh. where we actually went right through Greece, um, Italy. So we actually took off from, uh, uh my mind's blank Spain. right now. No, no, no. We were in Italy. Um, man, it's, we flew into Rome and then I take a train down to, uh, the sinking city. What's the sinking Vienna? city? Uh, Venice. Venice. Thank yes. you. Thank the you. Yeah. So we spent a couple of days in Venice and poured it out there and, uh, you know, so I've done, I've done a few and they're all mm. different, different boats done, you know, done a few of them. enjoyed all of them. It's a lot of fun. It just blows people away how much fun you can have yes. on a boat. Um, and it's relatively inexpensive. And I, in the one thing, and I think you'll agree since you just came back, Ernest, the customer service is probably some of the best customer oh, service yeah. Absolutely. you've ever, ever had
0: in your life. It, it's almost, um, it, it's, it's unusual, but not, unlikely to be expecting the kindness of friendship, the, the endearment and sincere professional courtesy that these, you know, staff and, and, and employees of the cruise lines have Mm -hmm. just on their natural, sincere demeanor. And you feel so welcomed by everyone. You totally feel VIP. And if, even if you don't have the VIP cabin, but uh, I'll be hitting you up Jason later in regards to some cruise advice or some cruise destinations and no, we can it, get into that. That'd be it, cool. It, and
2: if you haven't been on one and you're listening right now, <laughs> look, even the Ensenada one, if you're not sure, it's a quick Simple, yeah. three mm-hmm. nights, quick you can one. leave You can leave right there at a Long Beach. Right. It's very inexpensive. It's, yes. a, good, it's a good first uh, test. I've looked at it with some friends who they haven't been on one. So I was like, well, maybe we just start here because yeah. they're worried about being mm-hmm. seasick, being out there. Um, but it is such an amazing, because most of these people are from somewhere else other than the United States. If there's a U.S. citizen on staff, it's usually the cruise director only. Right. True. You know, (laughs) everybody had a cool accent, you know,
0: European accent, Filipino accent, Asian accent, you name it. One of the guys talking to me had a really cool Yugoslavian accent, you know, and not, not to get into specifics, but I'm a kind of guy that loves hearing the internationalism of of what's out there and and I loved it. And, and where cool. were those people
2: came from and it, what kind of learning. You about see them. it on their badge. You yeah. Know, absolutely. You see
0: they're from South Africa, yeah. some Ireland, some from Europe, some from the you know southern southern hemispheres of South America. And, and they all know.
2: have multiple jobs to do on the boat. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you know one might be serving you and then later that night he's the <laughs> one helping on, you get yeah. off the boat. He's of yeah. right. like, <laughs> the ship, right? He, he's helping you get out and in and, and, and doing all the great. All the stuff on there. But the other thing I've talked to a lot of them like you um, most of them do like a three to a five month stint. So they're on the ship for three to five months, right? Like they live on the ship and they just, you know, they unload us next group on, you know, that's what happened with us. And they cycle them through and then they kind of get a chance to get a, a month or two back at home. And then they come back and do like another three to five month, uh, tour. And, uh, but they really appreciate the American dollar. They do. And, uh, I think that's super nice. And I find that with, any of the resorts I've ever traveled. I actually went to Cabo last week. We were, and that's why I missed mm. the show last week, okay. Keith. We had our presence club with Synergy One, and we literally went down to Cabo. And every time I've done any Mexico trip, they take better care, similar care as the cruise. They take right. so good care. They appreciate the American do. dollar. Yes. And it's just, it's a big difference than I've been blessed to be to the Bahamas, Bermuda, Europe. Mm-hmm. You're a dime a dozen as American dollar there right? Like those are small, at least Bermuda and Bahamas, very right. small islands with so many people on the East coast, you know, they're a dime a dozen. Mexico such a bigger continent, right? It's huge, right? You got a big right. country there, bunch of multiple cities that are all, you know, Cabo, for the money. Um, oh, yeah. you know, Puerto Vallarta, I was at for Cancun, Christmas, Cancun, Cancun. all those places are competing for the, the American dollars from the West coast and they really roll out the red carpet. And, uh, if you haven't had a chance, that's a wonderful, there's multiple resorts in all of Mexico. You can't go wrong. I'm telling you for the bang for your buck, you will be treated like a king and a queen. And it's a lot of fun. Whether you do a two night stay, we did three night or whether you do a whole week. That's something that I would highly recommend. Let's
1: uh, let's tie the two together. South America and taking cruises, Ensenada, Puerto Vallarta, uh, Cancun it's funny, when you pull in on the cruise ship and you start walking through town, all the signs start switching out before the cruise ship arrives. The price for a soda might be 25 cents. Right. And that day that your boat pulls into port, the price for a soda goes up to $3. Right. And you see that all throughout. But like you're saying, Jason, I haven't seen that, but you you're it? probably right. But yeah. I, I uh, can right.
2: imagine that. I mean, supply and demand, right? Absolutely. You know, and so stuff like that happens. Um, but a lot of those places, you could probably still get it down for 50 cents. You just got to ask.
1: But here's the thing about going down to... Cancun and Sonata here on the on the west coast is a lot. All the ports seem relatively similar when you pull in, other than location being different. The environment is relatively identical to the the port before. If you're going to do a cruise, and it's one that I had the opportunity uh, to enjoy a few years back, is a seven. I think it was a seven day California cruise. You start off in Long Beach. And you cruise all the way up to San Francisco. Mm. You spend some time in San Francisco. Then you come down into Santa Barbara. Ooh, I, like it it there, right? into Catalina, I like that. there. Then into Catalina. I like that. Into San Diego. And then I think you go down to Cancun and turn around and you come home. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. It was a I really, like that. Yeah. It's I'm going to have to hit you up bit. on that. I'm okay.
0: Have to, well, one last thing. I know this is turning into the uh, the vacation cruise hour. But um, <laughs> one last thing. I, I, re- I really thought... I was just going to be another person on the ship, right? Because they tell you there's over two, you know, two thousand people on board. Yeah, there's like
1: forty five hundred people. Yeah,
0: you know, in in our case, I think we're just under three thousand, uh, only based on the <laughs> statistics. But one last thing is, I really am impressed. This is something we carry on to other industries. Is nothing more flattering or more impressive than so many people knowing your name,
1: mm. and they
0: get to know your name. They call you. They say they greet you. And like you said, one guy could be helping you in your room or down the hall, and the next you know, you see him at the other end of the ship. Hey, Ernest, how's it going? This guy remembered my name and he's got hundreds of people he's taking care of. So anyways, needless to say, of course, um, they set the standards. So they, mm-hmm. they did very well. I was very impressed. But anyways, guys, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent, no, but no, I'm definitely it, gonna... that's, the,
2: that's what the first segment we always like to cover current yeah. events, what's going on in our life. And it's yeah. nice to hear what we're doing and what a great guest, like, you know, what you were up to Ernest and having a cruise, you know, down in Sonata, it's just amazing.
0: Yeah, and you, you know. went with a company, right? Yeah, so, we we went it's a the large company group. Of that. I went with about nine couples, so it was like a big party. Fiesta. The more the merrier on a cruise. Ship. Yeah, we had a 100%. great time. But the, needless to say, um, it stayed on the, whatever happened on the boat stayed on the boat. So let's uh, maybe switch <laughs> <search> a topic.
1: <laughs> and as we round out this segment of the show, just a little cruise, tidbit. The shirt that I'm wearing here, I know the audience, yes. you guys can't see this. It's from the Cayman Islands. Uh, actually, I got this shirt. I think in 2004, it was my very first cruise that I'd ever went on with my family. Yeah, we spent um, two, two weeks down the Cayman Islands, and the organizer of that cruise, uh, my dear cousin Maggie Montgomery, she just passed this week. Aww. So in tribute to Maggie, I pulled out the shirt this morning, wore it to her, so to the Montgomery family, our condolences and thoughts, yeah. prayers to, to all of you. Amen. And uh, what a blessing. I mean, the, the cruise ship has re- was really a, a like a, an anchor, a catalyst that brought the family together. And every year, Maggie, she was so faithful. She'd organize these family trips, and she always had the philosophy: the more the merrier. And as you both can agree: the larger the party, the more fun that it, it is. is. Can you think about if you're on a cruise by your ship by yourself, mm-hmm. and just you and your your partner for seven five days? It might get a little boring after a while. But if you got nine couples or twenty, and we had I think in that cruise like forty couples. <laughs> wow, man, it was wild. It this is a great first cruise experience. So. Mm-hmm. Well, on to any other interesting things going on this week in any of you guys'— uh, You guys
2: watch the Democratic Convention? We don't get too much into politics right now because it looks like we're ready to go to a, a break, but it, it's interesting to see the whole debate and all the stuff that's gone on this week. So um, be interesting to see what happens this coming thing. So, again, you're listening to The Answer, AM 1170, The Answer. This is Whistle Weekends. We'll be right back. AM
0: 1170, The Answer. Tyson
2: from Santee had this to say about the Whistle Realty team. Working with the Whistle Realty team was beyond what I expected. The seemingly 24-hour service that we received was incredible. I'm one to ask a lot of questions, and Kyle and his team were incredibly patient and great teachers in all aspects of the process. We had several things that needed to get done on our home just to make it right for sale, and they got the people on it to make our home as attractive as it could possibly be to sell. We got full asking price for our home and couldn't be happier with the care and education we received. Kudos to the whole team and thank you. We are using this team to buy our next house and we have an incredible opportunity for our purchase and are so close to starting escrow. Exciting times with a great crew. Thanks again, Whistle Realty. AM 1170
1: Theater. Welcome back, everyone. This is Keith Bryan, Jason Hall, Ernest Alonso with The Answer, eleven seventy a.m. We are here in the studios with a special guest, Mr. Ernest Alonzo from Commercial Real Estate Connections. And Ernest and I, we've been friends for about hmm, I don't know, fifteen years now, Ernest. What do you say, more or less?
0: Yeah, right around the uh, two thousand. Well,
2: he he remembered you going to the Cayman Islands or something. Yeah. Oh,
1: so do the math. What does that give? That was fifteen, 15 years, years ago. Yeah, there you go. If
2: he remembered that, or at least you oh, he remembered yeah. hearing about it.
1: Sure, absolutely. And I wanted to open up with my absolute favorite story about Ernest Alonzo and how we met. Uh, It was about 15 plus years ago. Ernest and I, we were living up in Chino working. And I was introduced to him. And as we were sitting there talking, he was working at a roll-up desk. and had his laptop opened up. And I thought, I'm going to prank this guy really well. So I went back to the water cooler. And I got two cups of water, one with no water in it, the other one with water. And I walked up to the desk drinking a cup of water with the empty one in my other hand out of sight. And when he wasn't looking, as I was standing next to him, I put the empty cup on the top of his desk, and we just continued to talk and talk for a few minutes. And then when the opportunity presented itself, I knocked over the empty cup, it landed on his desk. You should have seen the look on the face. He was about ready to jump over that desk and kill me. That's crazy. I was crazy. (laughs) And that's how 15 years of friendship had started off. A what, a, laugh.
0: what a way to start it, Keith. No, let me let me refine that, okay? Oh, it was, my God. It was Let's hear my, the other <laughs> side
2: of this story. This was
0: my brand new laptop, oh. my brand new Dell laptop. I think I was so impressed with myself. I had bought it cash. Back then, it was like <laughs> three grand, top of the line Dell laptop. I was flipping it, turning it on, and I see this guy come up. I'm like, I don't know what this guy wants. Seems like a cool guy, but I'm busy here, right?
1: Definitely a cool guy.
0: Brings out water. And I'm like, dude, you're too close to me. I'm thinking in my head, you're too close to me, man. I want you to <laughs> back away. You're by my laptop, but I'm not gonna be rude. I'm sure he's gonna walk away. And then sure enough, man, you dropped that empty cup. And it by the way, it landed on my laptop. I remember that. I'm like, Get keyboard. Right on my keyboard, and I stood up and you're <laughs> right. <laughs> chang chang. You're right. I I <laughs> wouldn't have lashed out at you, but had it had water, I can't. You would have probably. I might not be friends. You might not be friends. You might be on the show. Yeah. Today, <laughs> yeah. yeah I would have. All right. But, anyways, right. Great, great start. Yeah, uh, of course, we laughed part. about it afterwards.
1: So, Ernest, commercial real estate connections, tell us a little bit about that. And what is it that you do? Well,
0: you know, commercial real estate connections is not uh, the reinvention of a wheel, it's an idea, it's a process, it's an organization of multiple commercial real estate industry professionals. Um, you could say it's a private syndicate of commercial industry professionals who focus on providing connections mm-hmm. for commercial property owners and investors who are looking to get the right person or persons um, to fit in the blanks. Right. Mm-hmm. For example, if someone's on a mission to accomplish the objective of selling a commercial property, buying a commercial property, refinancing the commercial property, or mm-hmm. just renovating, construction, protecting their property that asset got for most people yeah. you know their house is their
2: largest asset now right. if you're blessed enough to basically you know win the game monopoly you actually own commercial real estate and so those are you know the extra blessings oh, yeah. that yeah. we have in life those that own hotels they own businesses oh, yeah. you know the ways and the part places right i mean one of my uh, good clients and friends you know he owns a very large office building here in San Diego and he personally still manages it and this is where you're saying, you know, when he needs to do renovations, improvements, because he's getting people in and out, he has to know people and have connections. And that's kind of what your company does. It does. It does that.
0: And once again, we're not the only solution, but we're one of many. However, our goal is to create the above, the the limited expectations mm. of the client's uh, needs and wants so that we can under-promise, over-deliver, and create that connection where, you know, when the smoke clears, you're like, man, I'm so glad I put this team together. Yes. Thank you, Ernest, because mm-hmm. now I, I can focus on doing what I do best. Let's mm-hmm. say in this say hypothetical situation, you know, um, Jason says, hey, I got this client, he's a doctor, he's a car he's a cardiologist. He and his team of doctors want to buy that medical facility worth, say, fifteen million. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to have the money and the assets and the and the financing to go through the process, but they're going to need a lot of commercial, professional advice, consultants, advisors, mm-hmm. and they're busy being cardiologists. Right. That's Because that's what they do They best. need to go to guy. And right? so they want a go-to guy, sort of like a concierge of services, yes. not not obligated, but they say, look, here's my checklist, Ernest. I need you to make sure the roof is in great condition, the, the HVACs are in great condition, the lighting, the alarm systems, the windows. I could go on and on. Right. It literally is a laundry list of commercial needs and mm-hmm. wants. If they need it, hopefully- You know, Mm -hmm. we can provide the solution to whatever obstacle challenges they may have. So your team is everything when it
2: comes to commercial. So you've got, like you're saying, the inspectors are going to help inspect each one of those unique things. Because that can be tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars to replace the roof, the HVAC, on something like that. And you want to make certain before you buy anything, whether it's residential or commercial, that you have a professional review that. So that's what your team will help take care of. Down to the financing, the commercial side um, to maybe even the cleaning facilities. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, you need to have that. And do we have the right person in there now cleaning the existing building or do we need to hire one of our preferred vendors to come in there and do that? Okay. Um, and you know, I love actually speaking to the, the cleaning crew that comes into all the buildings I've always yeah. occupied, you know, cause they really appreciate their job and they always come in and they have great stories. I'm, yeah. They got great stories and I'm usually there working at six, seven o'clock at night and they're like, Oh, it's Jason. He's the only <laughs> one here. Like literally last <laughs> night, they always kind of, you know, walk in or Some surprised to see somebody, but, uh, but those are great stories. And again, they got great customer service, but so you guys handle all of that. Is there anything outside of commercial stuff you don't handle? So is there anything specifically that you guys stay away from? Or is it anything commercial? Think of Ernest and his company. Yeah, that's a commercial connections, right?
0: That's a great question. What ends up happening once again, um, if I were to put a, if I were to fill this room out with the typical persons that are the connections, right? Within commercial real estate in the room, we'll have the guy who owns the roofing company, the okay. alarm system, the guy that owns the the appraisal division. So I deal primarily with the principles of their small business company so that I'm dealing with the decision maker, whomever they choose to delegate the service or the work or whatever. Great. Let's do this. Let's put it together. Now back to your question, um, sometimes it gets unique where we need to do a merger or an acquisition and we require lawyers more than we require lenders. Mm-hmm. So we outsource it to certain law firms and so know exactly legal what stuff, to do. Right. Legal, tax, insurance, you name it. Now, here's a, here's a kicker, and this is something that's, that's great for um, your end, Jason, is sometimes when we're done with, say, a commercial construction project, they're like, hey, we're thinking about buying um, those 10 residential properties in this area. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't do residential. You know, we politely refer them to say someone like yourself. Yeah, to or do like Keith and I. Yeah. Well, I do the longs, Keith does the real estate. Loans. Yeah. yeah, and then Keith can do the real estate and um and what have you. So once again, we're not here to say we're strictly commercial, but we don't say no either. We say, look, you know our our, our umbrella is commercial, commercial real estate and Connections. That, and that's why it's and called commercial you, connections. Yes. And if you mm-hmm. need a loan, Go to you know, go see Mm -hmm. someone like Jason. If you need a real estate representative, go see someone like Keith. Now what
2: territories or what areas do you guys?
1: Well, right now,
0: well, I started out in my own backyard, right, in the Chino Hills area, um in the Chino Valley. Um, but because my network is very huge and I the blessings come from who I've already met with in the past. Okay. For example, my USC alumni network, right? So I'm biased. I went to USC, so I'm ruined. We actually we were talking about that while we were waiting on you to get
2: here. (laughs) San Diego State. Big, you know, fan. Actually, Sunday hard night, spent Az- time. Aztec guy. Right, I spent time with the coaches. Sunday night, we do an annual get together with some of the top uh, supporters of the Aztecs, uh-huh. with the coaches and their um, significant others. So usually, spouses, girlfriends, because it's pretty much all guy staff. Not that it has to be, but it just tends to be that way it's for tendency. football coaches, right? But we have to play you guys our second game. <laughs> See, we go up to UCLA, so we all got our tickets. Yeah, and so we're looking forward to it. But Todd, our producer, was like you know what, my sister is a UCLA or USC and you, you know, you realize there's like, that's like your guys' big rivalry.
0: It, it you, know, you what? know, the Trojans and Bruins, like they respect each other and hate each other at the same time. Fight sure. on. Sure. sure. <laughs> Fight Thank on you. Us. Fight on. Fight Fight on. Fight like on. That. Well, here, here's the thing. I don't want to get into too much of university rivalries, but I can tell you right now, me personally, mm-hmm. I don't hate anyone. I'm just lucky. I went to USC. Yeah, I got accepted. Blessed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm blessed with, with the education. The outcome was, of course, I got my degree from USC. So, can't blame me if I'm a diehard Trojan, right? So when people say, "Well, you're about to go up against, let's say, fill in the blank, Arizona or whomever," right? I hey, I hope we win. If we don't, then I then of you're course, okay. Yeah, you're I'm not gonna gonna okay. Live, yeah, yeah, I don't you're you're okay hate anybody, with But you know?
2: and I and I sorry to interrupt when I hit sure. you on that, but that's your network. So oh yeah yeah, being oh. a Bruin, right? No, Trojan. You, not uh, Bruin. Excuse me. You went to UCLA or USC? Correct. USC. Correction. Correction. USC. 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 Oh,
0: see? gosh, man, see, oh, man! Stay within. Stay <laughs> see, I, my... I'm all over here. It's all over. <laughs> so, all right. So, so just to, I went off on tangent, but what I was saying is, when you ask, you know, where's, where's the local, you know, connections and how does this flourish? It starts with who I know already within the commercial real estate industry. Okay. And fortunately for me, I just reached out to my network of USC alumni yes. professionals that are within the real estate industry. USC.
2: You're gonna, you're, you're, see, that's why you're confusing me.
0: Yeah, USC. You just said UCLA. Well,
1: I... I'm teasing you now. No, you did say USC, but not UCLA. <laughs> well, look, Jason's messing with you.
0: If you really, if you really want to get to it, we, no, don't we don't have we don't have a bias at commercial real estate connections. So it starts with USC is what I'm saying. <laughs> but we do have network within the Anderson School of Business at UCLA. Yeah, okay. And so there is a connection with other you know Pac-12, right? right. You know universities and people
2: up there in the LA County and Orange County connections.
0: Yes, got it. That's the main thing. And so because of that. Um, once again, just to hit the obvious is I didn't grow on my own. I grew because I knew say someone like Keith in Carlsbad. So I knew someone in, in Orange County, Riverside County, San Bernardino County. We're growing now in the Ventura County area, um, Northern LA County, West LA area. Um, and of course, thanks to Keith and, and someone like yourself and these, th- these others that are in the San Diego area. Um, we look to, to expand in the North and South San
1: Diego. Okay. So one of the things that I've come to know about Ernest over the last, uh, 14 years is his ability to network, because your question, Jason, is like how does he build those relationships? This guy is probably the best marketing guru that I know of anyone. Like on a bi-monthly basis, he gets 70, 80, 100 butts in seats religiously. If he's gotta fill up a room of 100 people, he's got 101 people there all the time. It's pretty amazing what you do. Hey, we're getting ready to go on Breakerness. How can our listeners get a hold of you? If they have some additional questions or if there is that commercial guy that's out there or gal that's looking to buy or sell or they need some commercial real estate connection direction, how can they get a hold of you? Well, for now,
0: so that people can just maybe write this simple number down, I have no shame and no problem with people contacting me directly on my mobile phone. Uh, The best number would be the
1: 949-929-8139. Okay.
0: I do have a website coming up, but if they log in and now it's already like under construction. Mm-hmm. So, eh, just call me or text
1: me. Text is going to be the
0: preferential yes. option. Yes. 949-929-8139.
1: Okay. Fantastic. Well you got anything else, Jason, before we go to break here?
0: No, I think no? that's it. Okay.
1: Again, you're listening to the Whistle so,
2: Weekends here on AM 1170, The Answer. And there sorry. is the USC fight song, <laughs> Fight On, right? This is how I move when I hear that song. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if I can hear that, Todd, as an Aztec fan. I don't know if that's allowed in here, but we do have a guest. And like like Ernest said, we love all Southern California schools. Amen. Right? Yeah. So, right. amen, brother. All right, we'll be right back. Fight on. AM
1: 1170, The Answer. Lyle and Dee from Santee said this about the Whistle Realty team.
2: Our home of 42 years was on the market for one week when three offers came in.
0: All three offers were at or above the listing price. We are extremely happy with Kyle and the entire Whistle Realty team.
2: And we'll highly recommend them to everyone interested in selling
1: or buying a home. The entire team is very professional and knowledgeable. AM 1170, The Answer. Good afternoon. Welcome back, everyone. This is Keith Bryan from The Answer, 1170 AM here in San Diego. Yeah, and
2: Whistle Weekends. You are one of the the hottest agents right now on the Whistle team. And one of the blessed agents. Every time I look online, you're putting a
1: deal in escrow, so Absolutely. It's been a really hot summer this year. And you know, last week, if you guys are out there, just go to our podcast and listen to that for a moment, because it's just so important, as we were talking about last week, how in marketing and real estate and mortgage lending... Commercial real estate connections, it's staying top of mind. It's right. picking up the phone, it's calling, it's meeting with your clients, it's getting out there and keeping those relationships those stoked. Because right. oftentimes, and people... that
2: podcast you're referring to is thewhistleway.com, right? I think we can find that. Tom, where's the best way to find that? Uh, the Whistle Way podcast.
1: Yeah, you can go uh, on to Apple and uh, Stitcher. So just or
2: put in Whistle Way, yeah. right? Yeah. Just Google Whistleway, you'll YouTube. find it. Yeah, yeah we've got it on YouTube, we've, you can get to the Whistle uh, Facebook page, Instagram. All the stuff, man. You're the social media king over there. Tom knows all the stuff. I don't even know how to sign in to Instagram. My wife's laughing at me.
1: <laughs> well, don't you know you don't have to sign in. You sign in one time and it saves the username and password for you.
2: That's why I don't know how to sign in.
1: Got yeah, it. Absolutely. They, they must
2: have signed me in for me. <laughs>
1: <You> <laughs> Last know. pass or something like that. Yeah. Well, while we're at break here, Ernest brought up a really good point and we were just going to segue into this segment here with the commercial real estate connections and something that Ernest has done throughout the uh, the years of commercial real estate connections is he's not one that takes on all tasks and he's not a jack of all trades to become a master of none. He really knows his niche and his specialty, and that is to network with people. And as we conclude out the break, you know we're talking about networking and these events that Ernest uh, he puts together. And certainly Ernest is going to share with you guys all here in just a few minutes of an upcoming event that he has. But one of the things that really makes his events a success is his ability to empower other people to share the wealth with his affiliates and his colleagues as a commercial real estate connector, if you will, and specialist that Mr. Alonso is, when it comes to things like residential lending, residential real estate, our home inspections, he's going to defer those requests to people like myself, who is a specialist in residential real estate, and like Jason Hall, who is a specialist in residential home loans. Ernest, you want to just share a little bit more about that?
0: Yeah, well look look at it this way. Because like you said earlier, the attendees in our room vary from from residential brokers, residential agents to mm-hmm. even small business owners. I right. got invited through our SBDC SBA invitation mm-hmm. network and whatnot. Um, and when they show up and they're in the audience, my sponsors that that inevitably pay for the events, right? The mm-hmm. venue, the location, the food, the drinks and whatnot saves me a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But you know, other than that, it comes out of my pocket. But why wouldn't I have, say, someone like Jason take center stage and say, hey, listen, uh, I want to introduce you guys to one of our sponsors. And he comes up there and says, hey, listen, I know you guys are attending a commercial education forum or some, you know, symposium that's commercial related. But, hey, I sponsored this because I do residential loans. And maybe you guys could use someone that can help you with your purchase or whatnot or refi or, mm-hmm. or, or heck loan, right? Some reverse mortgage right. scenario. And same with you. You go up there and it's like, hey, you know. Um, maybe there's residential agents, but there's also residential lenders who could probably look for someone or maybe these realtors that are in say North Orange County or Orange County need someone in the San Diego area to connect with. So they Absolutely. want to create that bridge. That's between you guys. Uh, it has nothing to do with us, but we we provide the venue so that people can get in on that and hopefully um So you make provide the, the
2: connection. Yes, that's sir. why it's called Commercial Connections. I will connections, emphasize that right? till the day I die because yeah. people,
0: people keep saying, what's a big deal? Commercial real estate. I go, no, no, no. Commercial real estate connections. We are the connections. We provide um, as many free training workshops as possible, uh, symposiums for us. And you
2: have some coming up, right? Hit we those do. dates with we, us again.
0: We do have. Um, unfortunately, it's not in San Diego yet, but if you're ever in my area, Orange County, um, Inland Empire, um, even LA County. Um, the next top three that are coming up, um, one in particular is going to be at this huge place, uh, Winter Circle um, Athletics, uh, within the Corona Wellness Center um, on August 13th. Uh, on August 15th, it's another event, but it's in the Tustin area. Um, but that's my personal thing, in, in introducing myself to fellow, I'm a veteran, so I I, I a veteran. You for your service. You for your service. Yeah. Uh, I know thank. Keith is as well, so. Awesome. so thank you both. Thank you, you're welcome. Well, so... So what I do is I, I do these presentations on behalf of the U.S. VBA, which stands for United States Veteran Business Alliance. Mm-hmm. And a little plug for myself, I, I was recently um, promoted to vice president of the organization, so I'm very proud of that uh, responsibility. And so my job is, to, of course, keep the education going. And, mm-hmm. and instead of just being informative, I want it to be where it's operational. What can I do to help that person with their business, mm-hmm. help this guy make a connection and maybe... This person over here needs to get hired somewhere and maybe just create that bridge of mm-hmm. connections. And So uh, where can
2: people find it? If they want more information, you throw out some dates, but if they want to go online, where, where are they looking? Is it com- Commercial
0: Connections? There is a website called CommercialConnections.com, but okay. unfortunately, like I said, right now it's under, uh, under construction. It okay. is being worked on by my website designer. So right now, just for the sake of argument... I'd rather you call me, text me, and I will add you to our, our invitation list. Okay, what number is that? Right. Once again, 949-929-8139. and we do have two other events coming up. Uh, one on August nineteenth, which is on Opportunity Zones, which is really trendy right now with this uh, administration, which is helping you know certain areas, certain communities to to create an investor. Exposure slash benefit, right? To to create, you know, better better opportunities, right? And so we have one in Ontario on August nineteenth, and August twenty second is a big special day. I I don't know where I'm going to throw this big party, but that's my birthday. Mm -hmm. Ah, My best friend's birthday is August twenty second. Woohoo! He must be a cool dude. He's a Leo. I know that
2: he is. He is a cool guy. We've been best friends for thirty five years. August nineteenth was the other date you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And August 19th, it happens to be my 29th year anniversary with my lovely wife. Awesome. So, August 19th and August 22nd, those are good dates to remember, Ernesto. Yes, sir. Awesome. I I will definitely won't forget those. And so, so you know, Keith, Kyle's birthday is November 11th. So, he's like my next best friend. So, I've known Kyle now 11 11. 11. So, I've known Kyle 20 years and uh, Anthony, my best friend, 35. So, but those are two of my closest, closest. Uh, people that I would trust my life with, my finances. I've invested with those guys. Um, you know, traveled the whole world with them as as we've talked about in the past. Kyle and I went to the Super Bowl this year. I was just gonna bring and that just T and I. That was a, a bucket list and we'd never been and we went together, just T and I we had a blast. So
1: And on that Super Bowl adventure that Jason and Kyle took this year, they had no tickets. They made the commitment. They had, I think you guys bought the airfare and they just went. Yeah. They flew to the stadium, yeah. Thunderdome. We, yeah, a couple hours before tip-off, we that. got tickets. <laughs> 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 impulse, love it. Well, uh, we just,
2: you know, Kyle's been watching it for years and the people who want the tickets now usually pay a little premium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and typically, as it gets closer to game time, sure. people that were holding out for the big dollars start reducing that, right? Because mm. of supply and demand. Of course. And so, you know, the the nice tickets that we got, the prices literally dropped probably 50% in the last 48 wow. hours. So we got them for half of what they were a couple of days early, but they were still expensive. <laughs>
1: we'll just leave it at that. How <laughs> close to kickoff did you buy your tickets? A couple hours, literally. Couple hours, really? Yeah, literally okay. a
2: couple hours right before. Man, so what a fun uh, way to live life! Yeah, live it, but you friends. had to be willing to you know take the risk. Take you, the risk, and either you're going to pay big bucks if you really want to get in, or you know you don't go. And, right. I, and I told Kyle, he was like, even on, you know, Saturday night, he's like, dude, here, they've come down a little bit. What do you think? I'm like, dude, we said, we're going to wait, man. This is my number. We're holding out. Mm-hmm. And right. he's like, but what if we don't? I said, you told me if we don't go, we'll just go watch at a sports bar. Right. He goes, but <laughs> right. well, we're here. We're here. And I'm like, dude, you're the one that told me. We're yeah. holding out. And we held out. So it worked out great.
1: No, that's good.
2: So speaking of that, learning and, and holding out, um, you know, one of the things is as rates, as I talked about earlier, the Fed reduced rates a quarter, which was anticipated. You know we're seeing mortgage rates definitely now in the threes. The thing that I really want to tell people is, is we go into the election next year. There's still a lot of experts believe in rates still have potentially some more room to drop. And so what I'm telling a lot of my clients who're looking to refinance right now, try to get your lender, in this case myself, Team Home Loans or Branches Synergy One Lending, to pay your closing cost. You know your closing cost is usually three to four thousand dollars. Most lenders will say, hey, the rates are low. Let's get you a rate, say three point seven five. They're going to add four grand to your loan. Right. And next year, when they drop to three and a quarter, they're going to call you again and want to add the same four grand. But you only saved like five hundred bucks in that year. You know. So be very cautious. Um, You know, look at that as an option. Understand the pros and cons. But that's a big thing right now that I'm helping some of the whistle uh, members actually refinance their homes at no cost, where the lender pays the fee. They're taking zero risk, lowering their payment. And if rates continue to fall, they can do it again next year. So that's awesome. my big tip. Be careful. Don't just spend the money. Just don't add it without doing a little bit of research. So no, I
1: really appreciate you sharing that, Jason, because yeah. I was going to segue into that during the uh, the last segment. Okay. And the thing that really um, stood out to me is at Whistle Realty, one of the things that we've done this last year is every Thursday morning, Jason, Team Home Loans, we do a conference call with Jason and he fills us up. Uh, with great information brings us current with what's going on in the mortgage market so that us as the agents, when we're out there meeting with the home buyers, we can educate them to what's going on to know to ask these things. So for the agents that are out there listening to our radio show, call up your lender, ask them out to lunch, spend some time, get to know them, ask them what's going on in the market so that you can be educated and do a better quality job for your clients. And if
2: you want the best lender, call me. Team
1: Home Loans, Jason Hall.
2: Jason Hall, Team Home Loans. Kyle, this is his direct text line, goes directly to him, 619 549 51.
1: Let's see, I take that back. 8, what is it? I can't remember right now. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Yeah. You're dating <laughs> us, now. That down. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that, that, yeah, that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, man, <laughs> I got to find
2: text. I don't know. It's been a, isn't that funny? I just can't remember the number. But here, you can always text me. Here's my direct mobile, 858 449 9790. But I, I'm trying to think, Thomas and Todd, Kyle's text line that we have set up for the show. I know it's sell. It's like something sell. I don't know. I so we're blank, blank right blank. now. All right. Yeah. Kyle's, probably, Kyle's probably laughing at me on Facebook right now. I'll find it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And in, there's multiple ways you can get a hold of us. Just go to Facebook, Whistle Realty, go into our YouTube channel, send us a text message, look up Jason Hall, Keith Bryan, Whistle Realty. We'd be glad to get back to you guys. Well, I hope you've really enjoyed the show today. Ernest, it's been a real pleasure and real joy having you here today. Thank you for making the long drive up from Chino Hills to come down here to talk to us about commercial real estate connections. And I'll leave this last little plug about commercial real estate connections. I had an opportunity to observe a real estate connection when uh, Ernest did a, a deal that I'm kind of familiar with a couple of years ago in selling a church. And he invited me up to observe one of his in selling a commercial property, a church Uh, A commercial open house and I was shocked because it was nothing like I've ever seen before I walked into the commercial property and he had vendors set up for a home inspection company a water uh, distribution company there was a mortgage company in there and they actually had tables booths set up with information so as this was a grand event he had reached out to people in the community buyers uh, who Mm are looking to purchase the property they all came on this one day and they had this huge event where I think it was like 15, 20 buyer groups going through you guys did oh, yeah. two or three tour groups through the whole property and sharing all the highs and lows about this commercial property. And he did this repeatedly, connecting, bringing people together, like it says in the name, commercial connections. Right. And then after a while, uh, he had huge success. I actually got to meet Elite Home Inspections from this event, right. which now I've connected, who specializes in home inspections.
0: Yeah, they do residential and commercial. Yeah. And I was very proud of that moment because the weather was beautiful. The attendance was awesome. It was a buyer-broker preview. Very common in residential, very rare in commercial. But yes. you know what? We did it just right. And inevitably what happened is we had a great turnout, multiple tours. Uh, the owner-seller was very proud, very impressed. And um, in conclusion, it it, uh, it sold. You know, yeah, and sold for over $5 million and everyone got paid, and everyone was blessed with that right before Christmas. It was All awesome right. last, we go to, last year. Before we go to break, yes. here's Kyle's text line:
2: 619-663-7355. You can reach us there. Any comments on the show: 619-663-7355. We'll be. The answer: San Diego. Chelsea in San Diego said this about Kyle Whistle and the Whistle Realty team.
0: He's not just Kyle. He's killer Kyle. He goes after it. Our words can't come close to describe how impressed we were. The team approach was fantastic. Everyone on his staff was friendly and knowledgeable. Their work together was fluid. His marketing was incredibly aggressive. Our house sold for above asking before we could blink. If you want to sell your property with ease, then go with Kyle and the Whistle team. He went above and beyond what we expected when hiring a realtor. They even have a moving truck that you can use for free, which made things easier even easier thanks Kyle
1: coming up at 2
0: it's the word on wealth with Marty Schneider on the answer San Diego
1: all right all right everyone hey everybody this is Keith Bryan with the answer and whistle weekends but we're entering into our podcast segment of the show here and now whistle whistle way oh stand corrected see what happens you don't have your cup of coffee in the morning Well, today I want to talk to you guys about something that's really been resonating in my heart over the last couple of weeks. And uh, I woke up this morning and listened to a podcast from Ed Milet, and something he said in the podcast really caught my attention that I wanted to share with you guys, because I think this is just so paramount in our business, in the sales business, and I guess really in life, regardless of the kind of industry that you're in, is that your mind and your body moves towards that, what it's familiar with. Think about that for a moment. Your job. When you first start your job, the first day, there's a little bit of resistance you're just like scared and uncertain about the unknown. But then after a couple of weeks, you could drive to work in autopilot, text while you're driving, you're doing all this stuff and you're not even thinking about where you're going because your mind is familiar with the the routine, the route, the drive, the task at work. So in sales, it's very much the same thing. I hear over and over and over again from great industry professionals like Kyle, and Dan Beer, and John Kitchens, and Jay Kinder, Tom Ferry. Role play, script, role play, script. Study, study, study. Learn this stuff until it becomes autopilot. Because in sales, there's nothing worse than showing up at a sales appointment and not knowing what to say. The client says, I wanna think about it. Or, I'm not ready to sell right now. Oh, I'm just gonna interview one more agent. And if your mind is not familiar with how to respond to these questions, what are you gonna do? You're gonna lock up, you're gonna freeze. You're gonna get nervous, your palms are gonna start to sweat. You're gonna get this look on your face like, oh no, what am I gonna do? So just like that saying says, your mind and your body move towards that what's familiar. Hey, the reason we go into sales, the reason I went into sales, is to make a six-figure income. To get my mind, my body moving in that direction of a six-figure income producing mindset environment i need to hang around other six-figure earners like they say if you're going to if you want to soar with eagles you hang with eagles you don't hang around with a bunch of turkeys or chickens or roosters you hang around with other eagles so how do you get there so this whole thing about getting you know the mind the familiarity of having this stuff just roll off the tip of your tongue is you got a script You know, at Whistle Realty, one of the things that we do and we practice all throughout the week is we go through our scripting, we go through our listing presentations, and we role play with one another. And then we give constructive criticism what we thought worked really well, what didn't sound so well, and then some advice like, I would have kind of done this a little differently. And what do you think about that? But if you're like me, you know, at times you feel a little awkward role playing in front of your peers in a room of colleagues, 10, 20 of your fellow realtors, and you're thinking, I, I, I'm all choked up. Uh, I'm nervous. My palms are sweaty. I don't know what to say. Well, let's just take a step back from that for a moment and just take a deep breath. Pick up the phone and call your buddy. like I would call uh, my good friend Ernest or my good friend Thomas, and I ask him, do you have 20 minutes? Why don't you do a little role play? And if I'm afraid to pick up the phone and call them, or you're thinking, well, maybe they're at work. There's this other great tool called Facebook, and even another one's Instagram. Put a little post out there. Hey, guys, I'm thinking about do a little bit of role-playing. I want to practice my listing presentation. I have an open house this weekend, and I want to practice my greeting script. Um, I got some time between 11 and 11.30. Is, is any out there available to help me out and just put that message out there onto social media and ask your friends for their help and you'll be surprised at how many people are going to say hey I'm available to help now I would also wonder stop and think about the resources that your current brokerage has you know do they set it up and have it into your schedule for you as an agent with your brokerage you know whatever the brokerage that you work with for you to script for you to role play and to drill and practice and drill and practice, drill and practice. It's like a um, Michael Phelps. He drilled and practiced, drilled and practiced, drilled and practiced 12, 13 hours a day until he can do it in his sleep, walk and talk, fall over backwards. And all he can do is just think, swim, think, swim. And that's how we ought to be here in real estate. Training so important. So all this is building us to what is familiar so that we can move towards be, being a six-figure earner. Well, in thinking about your um, current brokerage, you know one of the things at uh, Whistle Realty that we really pride ourselves on is, is our training and our resources. And last year, Whistle Realty decided to make the, the move over to eXp Realty of California. In making that transfer, one of the things that we weren't aware of that we come to learn just over the last 12 months of being a part of eXp Realty is the unlimited number of resources that are available to us top earning producers, not only um, six-figure earners, but seven-figure earners that are available at our disposal, and people like Kyle Whistle or Jay Kinders or John Kitchens, to be able to get into their weekly training meetings. And as a group, we've networked across the country with over 20,000 realtors currently with eXp Realty and we brainstorm, we share, we mastermind. We work together as a team which has contributed to the overall success of EXP over the last year and two years, and over the last few years since inception. It's the teamwork, all of us working together, moving forward in the, in the same direction. So like in mentoring, in life, you wanna have a business coach, you wanna have a fitness coach, you wanna have a spiritual coach, you wanna just have a, a life coach, and all of that is to help you be become familiar and moving you in the direction and getting you to your goals. Because again, your mind and body move towards that which is familiar. And then the other thing I heard this week is a, this reference, and I honestly I never heard of this before, but this thing called touching the dream. We all have a dream and a goal. Some of us is to be a six-figure earner, others to have a new Lexus, others a Tesla, new house to play golf down at uh, the Montage or over at Tory Pines. So why not treat yourself to an afternoon, and go down to the Tesla dealership and take a test drive in a Tesla. Touch the dream. Or if you want to go over and play golf at Tory Pines, go down there and play a round of golf. Maybe just have lunch there on the golf course. For others, it might be flying in a private jet. Go down to local airport and kind of talk to somebody there at the airport and see if you could get on and sit inside uh, the seating area inside the private jet touch it become familiar with it and just do that over and over and over again just like the scripting just like the role-playing now start connecting with those things get your script booked hold it get with a a partner in script and role-play take your significant other go down to the tesla dealership Spend the afternoon, test drive the car, go out to lunch, eat at the top of the highest hotel in downtown San Diego. Enjoy that life. Now start envisioning what that life would be like when you do achieve those goals and dreams. You don't have to wait until that time to start enjoying them. Go enjoy them now in little increments, uh, one at a time. So I want to just encourage all of you guys to um, take a look at... EXP Realty, and the opportunity to to learn and to be around other six and seven figure income earners in an environment that they're there, their goal is to help us grow and to get to the next level, to be that next level earner. And how you do that, you hang around other successful people. As it stands, um, EXP Realty, we got 20,000 agents, we got four Canadian providences, we're in all 50 states and in the District of Columbia. And just recently, we have announced that we're going into the UK and Australia. Uh, In addition to that, we're a publicly traded company, which is unique in that as a real estate agent, most agents don't earn any kind of residual income. They don't earn any stock options in the company. They're not investing in building towards a 401k like a pension in a Fortune 500 company. Well, through eXp Realty, per your transactions, And at the different level of your earnings, the company gives you stock options in the company that you hold on to then and build for retirement. And eXp has many, many, many great uh, tools, resources, benefits. I think that's what they call it benefits and financial benefits to help you grow your business, to surround you with great minded people, to give you the tools and resources you need to grow your business and also to help you build the long-term financial wealth that you need. Because it's one thing today to make a lot of money, but what about tomorrow? What about when you're 50? Did someone say 50? And are 65? You're gonna need that long-term residual income that EXP Realty is making available to us. So if you want some more questions about EXP, I'd love to sit down with you, have coffee, go over all the the pros and the benefits of uh, being a, an agent with EXP Realty. Give me a call, Keith Bryan 760-456-9471. Well, you know, it's been a great uh, afternoon just talking about real estate, real estate com- uh, commercial, commercial real estate connections, you know, touching the dream, moving forward to that which is familiar. But I'd like to finish up and just uh, leave this last party note that how important it is to role play. You know, I, I've been reluctant to role-play for the last two years of part of the whistle team. I've done it with reluctance and hesitancy and just kind of uh, avoiding it and getting all nervous at all costs. But as of lately, I've realized how beneficial it is for me to to be able to be in a situation and not have to stop and think about how am I going to respond, but just respond and not think about it. Ed Milette said this on the one of his podcasts, he said this week, if he has had to go back and start over his business career all over again, and Ed Milet, he's worth like four or $500 million. He says, if there's one trait that I would go back and I would learn how to do all over again, is the art of persuasion. We're in sales. We're here to persuade people to make the right decision for them to help them achieve their goals and their dreams. And if you can't help persuade them in a helpful manner to get them to move and get to their dream then we're really doing a disservice. So look up a Toastmaster group. Do your role play. Do your scripting. Call me up. Hit me up on Facebook, Instagram. I'll be glad to do some role play with you because together, I want all of us to succeed. Commercial Real Estate Connections, Whistle Realty EXP of California. Let's do this together. Let's reach out. Let's touch our dreams and let's move forward in that direction of that six and seven figure earnings. Well, hey guys, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. This is Keith Bryan with the Whistle the Whistle Away podcast. Sorry, Whistle Away podcast. I'm just so excited. I got so much on my mind. And uh, hope you guys have a great day. And uh, we'll be talking to all you soon. Awesome, Brother Keith.